Hey, this is Sully from the band Theft to the Gallows, REB Records, recording live from Villa Gorilla Studios and the Gothic House. And this is my What the Punk podcast. Put your fucking hands up. 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 Everybody stand up. We taking everything from Chicago to Atlanta. She giving me a hand, but a jewel is not the answer. I may be a Capricorn, but I can be a Cancer. So put your fucking hands up. Everybody stand up. We taking everything from Chicago to Atlanta. She giving me a hand, but a jewel is not the answer. I may be a Capricorn, but watch me be a Cancer. A Capricorn, but identify Gemini. Taurus, that is never mine. Where the fuck is never mine? Met a twin in Paris. I'm shifty with a paradigms. I'm not pulling. Up unless they make the trip incentivized So am I fucking a duck and they keep on playing So fuck it, I met a girl out in London I treat her bad and she loves it She say let's kick it and listen We haven't talked and I miss it I just get sick reminiscing Cause when you hit it, hit different So hit it again, I miss it again I'm like shit, I could hit that Hit on her friend She like I shouldn't text you this But I'm sipping the hen I know she waking up like oops I did it again You see my life is fairly odd This track is just proof that I get everything I want I imagine it proof I'm back in the booth These bitches think that rapping is cute I'm off the top Getting topped off Retractable roof So look Put your fucking hands up Everybody stand up We taking everything From Chicago to Atlanta She giving me a hand But a jewel's not the answer I may be a Capricorn But I can be a Cancer So put your fucking hands up Everybody stand we taking everything from Chicago to Atlanta She giving me a hand, but a jewel's not the answer I may be a Capricorn, but I can be a cancer Fuck her like I wanted to die in strokes Taking years off of life At your neck like I'm trying to kill a titan tonight Still got a Yankee with me that's like Stalin Green Want a ring, but ain't putting up more than five or three Treat her back like the rules, I'ma break them all He check with the shots, I just made them all Pocket full of e Duval like Lacey Still wasting time with the hoes, you can't save them all Still passing dimes around like Kyrie Took a trip to Arizona just to sightsee Drinking like I'm Dionysus, niggas is not like me Knocking down white hoes just an overnight thing And, I don't know, they say they're gonna do something And they do it for like a year mm-hmm. And then they don't do it again. They're like, what happened, man? I thought you were doing the game. They're like, oh, you know, you know, real world. I'm like, real world? You were you were doing the real world. Why'd you stop? You know? I didn't love it enough. Do you think that's it? Yeah. Do you think that's why people I, stop? I think if you really have like the urge to create things, then you won't ever be able to stop doing it. Because I go through daily life and I'm just Lyrics pop into my head randomly when I'm doing things that have nothing to do with music. So you're not even, tr- you don't sit down trying to write. It just, it keeps happening. It just keeps happening. When did that start for you? Early, like sixth, seventh grade. Oh, really? Yeah. And then I didn't, I didn't really take music seriously till like 2019, 2020 though. What? But I've always been a writer. Oh, so you always enjoyed writing? Mm-hmm. What kind of things would you write? Poetry. I still write poetry. Mm, music. Basically anything, but you but you started out. You, I mean, you you were you listened to music, yeah, music obviously, addict. but you never took it seriously as you could be an art music artist. Mm-hmm. I was always like heavy listened to different types of music, but it was only recently I was just like, wow, I want to create this myself. And then even more recently that I'm happy with the product that I'm creating because I wasn't good at first. I was just terrible. So, is anything on SoundCloud from the early days, like the, the early stuff, like um, like Mother or um, Too Pretty to Be a Whore? Like, is that early? <laughs> is that early Sil stuff, or is that? No, this is all of this. That was all this year. That's that's all this year. Yeah. Okay, then we got a lot to talk about because <laughs> the 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 arc from those songs to Diablo, which is my jam, and High Def. Diablo and High Def are like, you just leveled up for me. I like the other ones too, don't get me wrong. I like all your songs. No, is this, is this your taste? That's cool. Yeah, no, yeah, but being like, I like them for different reasons. Mm-hmm. I'm annoyed at 
I'm annoyed at mother. I'm annoyed at uh, too pretty to be a whore. And she can't. What's the other one? Uh, don't tell me. Don't tell me. She can't think on her feet with 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 CIP. Mm, Is it sip? sip? sip. Because they're a minute long. <laughs> <laughs> and it has. I'm literally so. I, so what I do is like when I'm doing an interview. I'll, like, I really want to listen, right? And I'm listening to your lyrics. I'm a lyricist myself for my band. So I'm trying to, li- like, really listen to what you're saying. What's the story? What is he trying to get across? And just as I'm like, oh, this is so cool. Next song. It's a, it's a minute. <laughs> Name me a rap song that's a minute. I think that's a new thing. Because all the people that I listen to, like, all my friends, they all make songs that are, like, super short. So I think it's just they rubbed off on me. Why do you think that started? Like what happened? What happened to sixteen bars? <laughs> it's like six. It's like six lines, and you're out. I think the average attention span of everybody for everything is just like shortened. So we're gonna go down to like a ten second song. Is that is that the goal here? I heard fifty seven seconds. Fifty seven. You're just gonna keep pushing it. I guess so. Well, for me, it's just wherever I get the idea across, that's what kind of where I ended at. So I write until I'm like, okay, this is how I felt in, in the moment, and this is what I wanted to say. I don't want it to go much past that. Oh, that's just okay. So you're not worried about a chorus, like a hook, are you? Or or are you more concerned in your songs with the melody and the message? Do you know what I'm saying? Like the the, the melody of the verse or your rap, and then you're just kind of like, well, the music's kind of the hook, and I'm not going to go there. I don't always try to write choruses. I don't go into a song and think. Okay, this is how I'm gonna structure it. I'm gonna put the verse, chorus here. I don't even do that. I'm just like, okay, this melody sounds good here. This melody sounds good here. I'll do it like that. And that's it. That's it. But you, but you do have something to say in each song. There is a point you're trying to make. Yes. And if the point's made, you're not gonna believe and just keep slamming it. You're like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. That's exactly how I think. Because every time I write a song or record a song, I'm in a specific emotion, especially with songs like. Mother, that was, I recorded that entire song and wrote it in like less than an hour and a half. And Too Pretty to Be a Whore, that was about an exact moment, like early June. And I was like, okay, this song is about this girl, this moment. This is what I want to say. After that, done. So at that moment, you're like, I'm going to write this right now. You just, the lyrics came and you went. As soon as the, the crazy thing is, uh, as soon as the guy for Too Pretty to Be a Whore, he sent me the instrumental. It just fit exactly with what was going on in my head. And I'm just like, okay, I'm ready. The song basically wrote itself. What was going on in your head? (laughs) You said I could ask you anything. What was going on in your head? What's Uh, the story? Okay, the story about that song... And you don't have to use names. You can use an alias. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I won't. I won't. Yeah. Um, so there was a, a girl, promiscuous girl, I caught feelings for, and I didn't realize Is this that. a Timberland song? Is this a Timberland song? <laughs> promiscuous girl. <Yeah. laughs> Come on, with Nelly Furtado, uh, a classic. Um, that I caught feelings for, and I'm like, wow, if you really wanted to lock a guy down, you could. You're... I didn't exactly say, wow, you're too pretty to be a whore, no. But 
uh, especially the Room 308 line, that was exactly Hotel Room 308. I looked at it when I left. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was just an exact moment. So, so that's your pickup line. Too ready to be a whore? Yeah, is, that, no. is that the pickup line? No. no or, or is it like, damn, you better not be a whore. <laughs> no, not even close. That would not work. I'm not that good. <laughs> you're not that smooth. Yeah. So as you're... Oh, what about Mother? Oh, let's rewind a second. What's Mother about? I was trying to really digest that. Um, there was a time about a year and a half ago where me and my mom's relationship wasn't that good. And it was just recently that we really started talking again. And it was just a really emotional moment where I realized like, wow, I haven't talked to my mom in such a long time. And things have been hard for her, things have been hard for me. Um, What's a long time? I went almost a year without talking to her. And then once I read, when I was writing the song and I was thinking about that, I'm like, wow. Like I cried while making that song, like twice. Well, it's emotional. I mean, you you got it across. What was the rift between you and your mom? What happened? Uh, we didn't see eye to eye on a lot of things, mainly because she's like old head. She has a super clear cut view on life and what she wants me to be. And I always resist to that because she's like, okay, I want you to go to college, get a job, get a really good job, work, have a family. I'm like, but I want to do music though. But I want, I want to take risks while I can. And I want to show you that I can do things my way, be successful, and make you proud so you can see the same thing that I'm seeing, even though you don't see it now. But it also sounds like you have very different definitions of success. Right? It sounds mm-hmm. like she wants, she wants you to be okay. Yeah, which right? I understand completely. But... If she's raised, you know, if you've been raised right mm-hmm. or you have a, a solid foundation just because you're pursuing something that's maybe a little less traditional mm-hmm. doesn't mean you're not going to be responsible. I mean, you showed up today. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You did it. I mean, since we've been trying to set this up, like you've been like, boom, boom, boom. What's going on? When's the time? When do we get together? You know, and I think that that says a lot, you know, that sometimes people miss that of... Just because the paycheck isn't ro- the, the Benjamins aren't the Benjamins aren't rolling in, so the Benjamins, they doesn't mean you're not working hard. It doesn't mean you're not being responsible, mm-hmm. paying the bills, keeping your act together, staying clean to do the art that you want to do. Mm-hmm. That's different, don't you think? Yeah, and the crazy thing is, she knows that I have a really obsessive personality. So when I get into things, like it's hard to pull myself out of it, especially if I believe in it. And I, I feel that way about music. And it's kind of hard for her to, she knows that I'm like that, but it's hard for her to understand like, okay, how are you gonna be successful with this? And I'm like, okay, I'm cool because I can work and do my own thing. And then until this takes off, I'll be fine. That's how I look at it. What, is she back now? Like now that you guys are talking, are you, as a relationship, is she back on board with that or is she? Yeah, she she has changed a lot recently. She's like, okay, now I just want you to try your best and work hard at what you believe in. And if you're good and you're happy, then I'm good. As long as you believe in it, I believe in you. So she came around. Full yeah, exactly. circle. And, and I'm going to give you credit, sorry to cut you off, but to give you credit, to, you reached out to her. Mm-hmm. That was great. Yeah, and... Uh, there, what was the lyric in the song? I don't even know my own lyrics. It's like, I haven't spoke to you in a year. Something like I blame myself. And then maybe I shouldn't have called. I think that's the lyric, something like that. But I reached out to her and it was a really emotional moment because she was like, yeah, I knew you were going to. Like I was just, I was just waiting on you. And as soon as that happened, then I was ready. Like, it's cool. I believe in it. I'm not even... She wasn't even ever mad at me, per se. Do you think she didn't reach out to you 
Or did she reach out to you and did you ignore her? Yeah. Okay, so you were you were dodging the calls. Keep different viewpoints and still getting along mm-hmm. like the culture these days it's just everything i mean everything is polarized a hundred percent right and everyone's got an issue with something mm-hmm. and you know everybody i'm a free speech guy and i think well you, well you have to be as artists i would think i mean <laughs> yeah. i'd have to ban all your songs man you use a lot of dirty words i'm sorry you're out um but you know <laughs> you have to be able to tolerate different viewpoints, whether you agree with them or not, even in your family, mm-hmm. and then still get a, find a way to connect on other things. This one thing doesn't have to be a deal breaker. You, it, it, I think it would be similar to somebody tries to listen to your song and like, well, I don't like that song. Yeah, but I got like 10 others. Yeah, but I don't like that one. What? Like that's, that's, what, that's what it feels like to me, that people hear one opinion or one song, and then they just blanket, that's what you are. Yeah, and I try, the crazy thing, I try to be the exact opposite of that. Of that. And I'm never offended if somebody doesn't like one song of mine, because I'm like, okay. I have a song like Diablo, where I'm rapping, but then I have songs like Vance of Black, Too, Bit, Too Pretty to Be a Horror. Then I have songs like Wrath, and then there's a bunch of other things, and I'm like, okay, if you don't like that, maybe you'll like this. But um, as far as the opinions thing, I think it's crazy because people... They think just because they disagree with one thing of you, they dislike you as a person. And I don't think you should take it that personally. Like, I could, okay, I disagree on your opinion on X subject. We can still be friends, though. That's how I think of it. So it's interesting that, talking about, like, work ethic, I think that's what your mom is, was was alluding to like if you work hard and you get this job money you you put this in your lyrics i actually wrote it on the i'm gonna like step up for a second the line you wrote let's see if i can see it oh here it is it's from um i think it's from high def i've left behind those who drive eight match mine oh, that's 29 freestyle 29 freestyle yeah. oh, that was yeah. it. I know it was, but that was one of my favorite you have you have these one-liners that are completely revealing the person that you are Mm -hmm. and I've left behind those who ain't got my drive that for me it's like do you find that people are like dude you're just you're getting a little crazy like you're or you I'm not saying this right have you worked with lazy people that say they want to do it and is that what do you know what I'm saying like oh and then they're going to show up and they're going to send you some beats or hey I'll be there to record you and then no one shows up or hey next week next week next week and you're like dude I'm ready right now yeah I'm I'm always that on go type of person I'm so punctual with everything I'm like okay here's a plan I, I hate working with people like that by the way I've run into so many people like that that just false plan and oh that's a great line false plan that's a song. Yeah. By who? No, I'm going to write it. Oh. <laughs> you just gave me the idea. <laughs> I'm going to write I'm writing down False Plan. Oh, that's a good name for a band or an artist, False Plan. Keep going. I cut you off. No, it's fine. Um, I have people like that that I used to be really close friends with, and I noticed that stuff like that would rub off on me. And I'm like, and, like, I like you. We're cool. But... I'm so all in that I can't be around people that aren't all in because I'm so obsessive to the point where people are like, 
why are you up at 6 a.m. doing this? Why are you, why? There's been a huge disparity between me and other people because I keep going at points where they stop. Or I see a failure as, okay, well, I did that wrong. I'll do it differently next time. And about those types of people, I've had to cut off so many people in the past and in recently just because they're like that. Because there's, I know people that are so creative that could do it, but they just lack the work ethic. And yeah, I left behind people whose drive ain't match mine. Have you gotten better at identifying people that are, I would say, FOS, full of shit, <laughs> where they talk a good game, but when it comes to backing it up, that you can, do you have an antenna or like a vibe now where you can read it and say, oh yeah, they're nice, I can tell I can't work with this person. Can you get that like immediately now? Are you getting better at that? Yeah, I am getting better at it, but then I also, I'm like, okay, if we plan something out and you don't show up, one time, then you got it, you're done. I don't take you seriously anymore. And I, that's happened to me a couple of times. Yeah, you have to have a legitimate reason. Yeah, there's, there's a friend I had that wanted to start a podcast, and then we recorded one episode, and I'm like, yeah, I'm editing this. We can put it out this day, that day. Um, and then the next one, he didn't wake up for it. And I'm like, okay, I guess, bro. And then he's, has he followed yeah, yeah. up? Has he followed up? He, he followed up. Yeah, yeah, he followed up. But then I'm like, yeah, I don't respect that. We're done. Well, I would say this. If they, you know, and I've done that too sometimes where I've just cut somebody out. But sometimes people are going through things themselves. Mm-hmm. But I think it's up to them to say, hey, I know I screwed up. Give me one more chance. I'm going to show you. But if they don't do that, then that means they were just looking for the out anyway. That that's in my opinion. Yeah. You know. Uh, but sure. if someone comes back to you and says, "Hey, man, Kayvon, I screwed up. Mm-hmm. Trust me, I'm, I'm on this. I was having a rough week." That's a whole different thing. That I understand, though. Right. You're just because things happen. Things always happen. Like, like you're. I could be recording and my power goes out. Now I can't send something. Yeah. I'ma keep it HD. I whip a nigga ass from Cicero right up to State Street. Uh, don't do drugs, lace me. Up to gym the game. I'ma keep it spacey. Huh? I'ma keep it HD. I whip a nigga ass from Cicero right up to State Street. Huh? Don't do drugs, lace me. Up to gym the game. I'ma keep it spacey. Boy, 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 let me see them pockets. Let the lint show. I know you got them peasant ass habits from your kinfolk. Yeah, she show ego wherever we go. You still finessing the pussy, still thirding needles. Boy, that ain't a crown that they're a coronet. Yurk in your brain. I'm animal. I'm from the borderlands. Chore for you to work hard for some shit that's been up in my core since I was born and y'all forcing it. My blood's on fire. I'm angry, constant insurgent. Cash poor time rich and your time's worthless same purse that you're fighting for is on her purse yeah suck dick so much the bitch got nerd neck dirt beneath my feet i'm a gladiator maximus meanwhile she's still throwing gluteus might toss a caesar for the one time julius and when it come to making lump sums i'm really new to this you niggas can't talk to me you niggas can't fuck with me and i'm a pacifist and i pass a fist luckily number one like numeron gator cam twisted in the head playing twister with a Leg. She's so happy to be seen with you. I'ma keep it HD. I whip a nigga ass from Cicero right up to State Street. Uh. Don't do drugs, lace me. Up to gym the game. I'ma keep it spacey. Uh. I'ma keep it HD. I whip a nigga ass from Cicero right up to State Street. Uh. Don't do drugs, lace me. Up to gym the game. I'ma keep it spacey. I was born on the same day as the king of the Nazareth. I'ma walk in living legend from the pit of the Lazarus. With a flow so gelatinous on the beat, I be ravenous. Cause I know I'm about to eat. Never keep to my abstinence, never abstain. Carry every beat, I had some back pain. Haters by the backtrack, they bitch was in the back train. Even after all that, this verse will make them backspace fast. 
face Jumping in my bag like a sack race Fast break Took that shit from still like he the ballet The verses of a kingpin Straight from the palace Bars make your head spin Brain doing ballet I might write my best shit and put it in the cache Cause I'm the fucking prodigy Ain't nobody hot as me And when I reach the top Don't you try to say you proud of me The face of astronomy The shooting started I'ma be And if you get a wish You may even get a shot at me I gotta be the perfect white rapper for these wannabes The rarest of anomalies The one in your mama's dreams I flow just like the dollars be I run the whole monopoly These bars still picking on her brain Like lobotomies Topping me She know I'm a hit So why she dropping me Talk to me Bringing up the signs And that's stopping me Red light, green light, shit don't ever seem right She told me to be nice, but she should know that's dream Like the rap Tarantino, shoot another Vivo Your girl give me top in my 72 Torino I took her down to Reno, she stripped at the casino She say she want a boss, baby, I'm the new Pacino I'm the new De Niro, I could be a hero I could be a Wayne with a little less De Niro Her eyes start to narrow, she take off her apparel But when I get to rapping, baby, I look like the Pharaoh so who who does your tracks? Are you doing them? Or do you have you said somebody sends them to you? So do, are you working with like I know you got um, is it Shaid? Shade. Shade. God, I could, you know, it's one of those things where I, I thought it was Shade. I'm like, no, it's going to be ethnic, more ethnic sounding. Shade. <laughs> it's Shade. So what's with Shade? Like, is it just an extra rapper? Do you have a producer you're working with? How does uh, Shade's my friend? He's a another artist. Um, as far as I like the tracks with you guys a lot. Yeah, I've been asking him to make more songs with me. No, he, Shade. Yeah, yeah. Or, or Shaid, whatever you want to go by, buddy. Make more tracks with Sil stuff. Seriously. Yeah, please. Okay, so so he's just jumping on with you with the songs. Mm-hmm. Who's doing your tracks? Um, as far as instrumentals, I get some instrumentals from YouTube. Uh, I have some friends that produce. Um. Some things that just fly out of nowhere. Somebody, somebody sends me stuff sometimes. Yeah. So, are you actively seeking, or are you more just on the writing end, freestyle, and then if something comes along your way, you're you're going to record it? Um, I look when I go looking for things. When I feel like recording, I go looking for a specific energy. Like, okay, I want to rap on boom bap beats today or I want to sing today or, or I want an acoustic guitar instrumental or something like that um, and then I just go based off that but if somebody sends me something directly then I'm just like okay how do I fit into this so yeah and you said you're always writing always always writing things down I have a, a note in my phone with like a million different things in it I'll show you you can keep going yeah, I think that's how you know you're a real artist, when you're constantly recording yourself and documenting your ideas. I've been in the middle of conversations with people, and a, a lyric will pop in my head. I'm like, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I just start typing. And I'm like, what are you doing? And I'm like, hold on. I can't forget. My memory sucks. Yeah, because, well, you do that thing, too, where you're like, I'll remember that. And then the next day, like, oh, uh, what, what do they think? What do they think? No, no. I, I've had so many good lines that I've just lost that I'm like, oh, no. So you see, what do you got? This is, whoa. This is. Oh, yeah. Line, this is lines. This is songs. This is lyrics. It's Kayvon showing me literally 40, <laughs> 40 <laughs> screens, swipe screens of, of lyrics. It's great. Do you free? So I know there's the freestyle. This is another one that's just random song ideas. Yeah, that's so. The freestyle was it a real freestyle? Uh, as an off the dome? Yeah. No. Are you, are you are you are you that guy, or do you need to have a jump off? It, it depends on the song because th- there's some songs that I do just freestyle completely. But then when it comes to the more the songs where I want to be more lyrical, then I just sit there for a second. But quick story about Twenty Nine Freestyle. I was in the studio uh, with Shade that day. And I'm like, I bet you I can go and record this song in one take, right? And if I don't, I'll give you $5. He's like, you can't do it. I go in there. The engineer looks at me. I make eye contact with the engineer, and I'm like, watch me. I go in there. I do the song, one take, come out. They're like, oh. The engineer's like, oh, my God. And then my friend Jay's like, he wasn't even impressed. He's just like, I hate you, dude. So do you... 
do you practice freestyle on your own or do you focus mostly on the running act? Like, do you actually make that? I think freestyle is one of the most um, mind boggling uh, of all kind of rap. I love, I like, I like all music, but there's something about you're, you're on the line you're on now with the topic or whatever you're doing, but you're also like two or three lines ahead. So to keep that, your brain moving that forward, mm-hmm. I just find it amazing that people can do that. I used to freestyle a lot, like a lot, a lot, like 2021, 2020 through 2021, the end of 2021. Uh, now I don't do it as much. Um, but yeah, like I said, it depends on the song, whether or not I freestyle. Because on the, the boom bap or like more rappy type of beats. What's boom bap? I don't know what that is. Can you explain that to me? Like old... 2000s to 2010, like rap beats. What would the beat sound like? Can you make it? What, is it like? what does it do? Like, that, that was so bad. Uh, try it again. Come on. Uh, Come on. Uh, I'm going to give you an example. Have you heard, you heard of Joey Badass? No, but you're going to, we're going to look him up right now and I'm going to put him into the podcast right now. What, what is his name? Joey Badass. Joey Badass. Okay, no. Uh, West Side Gun, Griselda. Oh, hold on. Grab your phone. Pull it up. You got you to gotta bring it up. I got you. Put it right now. And then hold it up to the microphone. I, I want to hear Joey Badass. I love Joey. I'll play you a, a Boom Bap beat first, then I'll play you a... Is, is Joey Boom Bap? Boom Bap? Some of his songs are, yeah. But it's, it's more like an old... People... My age don't and younger don't really rap on boom bap beats like that anymore. But give me one second. Once you hear it, you'll be like, "Oh, like uh, Chicago to Atlanta." You heard that song, right? That's a boom bap song. That's a boom bap beat. Let's hear it. Hold it up. Hold it up. Oh, it's grammatic. Grammatic? You don't know grammatic? What is that? Oh, he's a famous DJ. Oh my God, we're gonna go, we're gonna go back and forth. Oh, so is this Joey? No, that's just a random. Oh, play thing. it, play it. Keep going. You're gonna rap to it right now, freestyle. Oh, okay. okay totally. Let's I go. Of course, dude. You said okay. anything. You know, come on. Now I'm ready. Give me a topic. Give me a word. Any top? Oh. Any false plan. False plan. Okay. Okay, I've been having a new life than I used to have. And I've been sinning just so they could feel the wrath. Okay, I've been late to the party. But I'm going hard as usual. I've been going up. Just for me to have for you to know. Um, I would never go back and false plan with a nigga that told me he would be here and then he's been pulling triggers just to pull back. And the gun wasn't loaded, so I've been going up. Okay, I've been trying to dig myself out of a rut, I don't give a fuck. I've been breaking trust. Well, they've been breaking trust and I've been acting like I care. Okay, life ain't fair. Um, and I've been wolfing, they asking where I've been, been on the tear uh, I've been anywhere but here Okay, they want to share, they want dividends And I've been acting like I don't have friends Just got my brothers and the people that's gonna be there till I die Freestyling, I don't have to try <laughs> That was good, good All right, next one, what's the other, what's the other beat? What was the other one you told me? Who the other player? The other uh, rapper? I got you that's good. So what's funny is you have a, it's not a drawl, but like a late, like a, do you know what I'm talking about? It kind of, it like, it like sits back. Mm-hmm. You're not Snoop Dogg, but you're, you know what I'm <laughs> I saying? I wish I had his voice. His voice is so cool. Yeah, but you're developing yours. You know, I don't think he was always like that, but it's amazing how a voice can cut through like one of my f- favorite rappers. I love Ice Cube and I love Chuck D. I'm like old school, mm-hmm. but there's something because I have a very low voice, 
And I really like that aggressive low timbre, like in, in, a, in a vocal. So, but like I love Ice Cube, and, and I think those are and, and Chuck D are just amazing. Um, and Chuck D is also super smart, like super political, which I love. Mm-hmm. Um, but you you also have the microphone has a way of picking up your voice. All this stuff matters, I think, in in production and listening to a song. It's not just you can be the best rapper in the world, but if your voice is irritating. <laughs> Yeah, you know it's and you know I think and I think rap gets a bum not anymore. It used to get a bum rap though back in the day of like it's not music. They're not singing. If anything, I think lyrical flow and rap is some of the hardest things to do. Timing wise, as far as doing it really well, yeah. Because when it's done wrong, you know instantly. Mm -hmm. And like, what is this guy doing? Get him out of here. Yeah. All right. Next one. We got there. All right. This is "Love Is Only a Feeling" by Joey Badass. I love this song. Yeah, so so your songs have this the musical, the the fight, this there's almost like a And I would say he's influenced by notorious B.I.G. For sure. hundred percent. What do you like about this? I found this song when I was in a relationship. And the song is about a girl, and I feel like the song was written so well to fit what I liked in the girl that I like. So I just related to it. Are you relating to the music as well as the lyric? Like, is it? Yeah, and it's, it's so like wavy. Like, yeah, yes, it is wavy. That's a good point. That's hot. Joey's pretty badass. <laughs> That's a dad joke. Total dad joke. That's a three kids joke. That's a three kids joke all the way, baby. So are you, would you like to see your style? Are you leaning into this kind of thing? Or are you just like anything? What do you mean? Meaning like, so... Vanna Black is more like a like a punk song, mm-hmm. you know. But so, are you still open? Are you leaning more towards this kind of vibe moving forward, or are you still just going to be eclectic and play everything? I I can't I can't possibly stick to one style. I I tried to, and I just can't. <laughs> like I hear it. I could be writing a song like Vanta Black, and then I hear another instrumental that's like this, that I'm like, I want to write something poetic and beautiful right now. Um, I'm kind of leaning more towards the punk, like electronic sound right now, because um, I feel like it's better for performances and simple lyrics to get people to learn it at shows. Um, oh, so so are, you are playing out? Are you playing out? I've done a couple open mics, but I haven't done like a, my own show yet. So yeah, but I I learned the first time I went to a show, and the second time I went to the show was completely different because um, I did what was it high def the second time, and then I did wrath the first time, and then the second time I was like, okay, I want to talk to the people that are there more and teach them. Like the lyrics, I like learned performing like as I was performing, um, and they were like they were like really rocking with the song because I'm like okay, the I'm gonna keep it HD. I'm gonna, I taught I taught the I'm like okay, this is the chorus, and then by the second no, time no, the chorus no, came around, no, I'm, like, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it HD with all, all the niggas from Cicero to State Street. Yeah, yeah. I know you're uh, bro, <laughs> man, bro. And then the, there's a guy in the in the crowd that was like, uh. Wow, you like that? <laughs> From Cicero to State Street. Yeah, but it's a great line. Yeah. And the, the melody's awesome. High, high, I'll tell you, high def to me was like my... Bessie really loves Chicago to Atlanta. I don't, I don't know why. I, I, it's crazy because 
there's songs specifically that write themselves, and Chicago to Atlanta was a song that wrote itself. I was in the studio while Shay was recording his verse, writing my verse. And by the time he was done, my verse was done. And then that, that first line, I don't know why that came to me. It's like, uh, fuck her like I want her to die, but every stroke taking years off her life. I, that's still one of the favorite, my favorite lines I've ever said. My, what was, is that from, that's from Diablo, the one I'm thinking about, is when you said, brainwashed to think that I'm God, but, but tame but enough. To, to disconnect to, and tell myself I'm not. <laughs> that's, and I was just talking about that with, uh, you were asking me earlier with the last podcast, I had just interview I had done, and I did this guy, Gibby Toombs, and we had just had the same conversation about, his songs always had like this one line, almost like a comedian, like a mic drop moment. Where that, <laughs> where that line, yeah. even though it's not the chorus or maybe the hook, you're, it's so smart that you connect with that line. I think that's why you're connecting with the, the Joey Badass with the wavy kind of music. That's a great way to put it. It's like waves up and down. Mm-hmm. And then with the rap coming in, that's the music with the feeling and that the one line just hits you like a hammer and you're thinking, this is so dumb. Why am I feeling this way? <laughs> How is this playing yeah. into my emotions? And that when I, so like when I was listening, I heard that and I was like, oh, here he goes. Another God rapper complex. And then I'm tame enough to, <laughs> that I'm not yeah. brilliant. But I was, and I, but it's tame enough, which is different from, I, th- I forgot what I thought it was, but I didn't think it was tame. I thought it was something else. But I thought it was a great, a, gr- a great word because do you ever rap or sing a song and you think you know the next line and then it's, you think you know what the rhyme is, mm-hmm. but then you realize you got it wrong. And there's other songs where you do know it, mm-hmm. but when an artist hits me with a line like that where I thought I knew where it was going and it doesn't. Yeah, I did that on purpose. Okay, I, you did. Yeah. I, I, the crazy thing, there's a lot of things. Um, when it comes to rap, I think writing interesting lines and punchlines and never reusing lyrics is like one of the most important things you can do. Right, say that again. I, I want to make sure I get that. Writing interesting lines and punchlines and never reusing lyrics is one of the most important things you can do. Because I try to really creatively put across whatever point I'm trying to make when I'm writing a song. So speaking of destination, you brought up performance and you said you just started kind of getting going on that. Mm-hmm. How important do you think performance is to selling your songs in this day and age? Extremely important. And I love performing my songs almost more than I like making them because it's cool to see somebody react to this part of the song or a chorus. It's cool to have a people sing a chorus. It's cool to be like, they hear a line and they're like, whoa. Um, as far as performance, how important is it to selling your songs? As far as content goes, like when you're putting out, like let's say videos or stuff like that, to really, you're in character. Like, um, like me, when I'm, Performing is different than me when I'm at home doing work or something like that. So um, when I'm performing, I'm fully in character. In uh, character being soul stuff. Yeah. Can I guess? I, don't, I wasn't told. Can I guess what it means? Yeah, go ahead. Because I think it, you were referenced by Shade in one of the songs. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with silent. Yeah. Suffering. Did I get Let's it? Go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because he says silent. In one of the, and I thought he was re- referencing you in one of the verses. I don't remember what song it was. Um, Either he's done that a hundred times, r- right? But I caught him like, oh. And then at one point, you said Mister Three, and th- don't say anything. This is gonna be completely random, and I'm probably wrong. Mm-hmm. My kids and I all love One Piece, the uh, anime mm-hmm. and the, on the manga. And I thought, oh, maybe he's referencing a character from the Baroque. Um, arc. No. Uh, no, it's not an anime. What is it? Who's Mr. I, three then? I'm Mr. Three. What? You're Mr. Three? Yeah. It, um, this is completely looping to something different. Um, I've always, for some odd reason, felt 
connected to the number three. Like the number three is how I made Silsif. It's the first three letters of two different words. And it was originally the first three letters of three different words, but I just liked the way Silsif looked. Um, but yeah, threes, I come from a family of three kids, or I grew up in a home of three kids and I have three brothers and three sisters. Uh, like it's it's weird. I'm just connected to the number. So you're Mr. Three. I'm just shoot. I thought you were going down this whole anime I, thing. I, I I was just talking to uh my brother's girlfriend like a couple days ago, and she's like, "Yeah, you should watch One Piece." And I'm like, "No, <laughs> no." The universe is t- tell her yes, yes. <laughs> she's what my people now. Yes. How old is she? Uh, my brother's eighteen. She's eighteen. Yeah, gr- perfect, perfect. You will love One Piece. Is one of the greatest shows. Ever it is. I am telling you. But look, look, look. If I tell people I'm ins- I'm obsessive with shows. Once I start a show, I have to binge watch it to the end. There's 900 episodes. So if exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, if I start One Piece, you're never going to see me again. <laughs> I promise you. Wait. So the rap career is over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then your mom would be right. Um, yeah. She gonna see me. Come. She gonna call me. What are you doing? Watching One Piece. Call me two weeks later. What are you doing? Watching One Piece. All right. Here's the deal. Wait till you're successful and can afford it, and then take a year off and just binge watch it. No. But she is a hundred percent right. It is the. I started watching because my kids liked it, and I'm and like. Then I found myself saying. Hey, you guys want to uh, watch a One Piece episode? <laughs> you know, and I'm kind of bummed sometimes because then we don't watch it. Um, but again, it's very smart. And I think that's, you would connect. There's, there's a bigger story going on in, 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 in anime and manga that a lot of people miss. Like the real, if you ever watch like Demon Slayer, mm-hmm. the, the demons are horrible, but then after um, they're defeated, you get their backstory. Mm-hmm. And then you feel really bad for him. Yeah. You exactly. feel really bad, and you're like, oh, man, that was really rough. You I know? haven't watched Demon Slayer, but I, there's a couple anime that I love. I love uh, Attack on Titan. I love Death Note. Oh, we're reading Death Note right now. I got, I got the whole series, and we just started watching it. Let, it, yeah. it so do, have you read the manga at all? Uh, no, but I, I watched the entire uh, anime. It's perfect. Like, it's, it's so good. It's amazing. Don't don't spoil it for yeah, me. Yeah, I'm still anything. reading and we're still watching it. What part are you at so far? Oh, I'm at where um, in the book where Light and L know with um, where the police are um, now on to like the the police chiefs, which is Light's dad at his house. Where they're actually like investigating all the different, so they put like the cameras uh, in his house, and yeah, stuff. and all that stuff, right? And then remember, he hid everything in the drawer that yeah. it would, it would, um, um, uh, the false bottom, yeah. And then he had the, yeah, yeah, you I know, I won't say anything as I don't, no, 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 no. I'd want to, I'm just trying to, there's so much going on in that, it's, uh, it's just, it's, it's amazing, it's, it's so cool. I watched that, uh, with one of my friends, and it was like, it was watching shows with people was so cool because I'm like. I throw a random theory out because I'm like, I'm like, okay, this is going to end like this. And uh, did you get to the part where Light and L were playing tennis? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm beyond that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I made... And I'm a tennis pro. So I'm like, yeah, they're playing... T- and actually, they did it right. I was telling my kids, this looks like... This is correct. Choreography. Yes, it, totally. Um, and I made a crazy prediction based off the way that they were playing tennis, how the show would go. Oh, based on... The, uh, yeah. that, that, so you think that was foreshadowing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Were you right? Don't... I won't say it because you'll go back and watch it and you'll be like, oh, I know what happens in the yeah. show now. So the concept for people listening is that the main character finds a notebook, a death note that comes from the demon world, and... If you write in somebody's name, that person will die of a heart attack. But you could also be specific on how they die. But in order to write their name in, you have to know how they look. So this main character, Light, goes through and decides to start killing criminals to make a perfect world. And then it goes from there. And it's this whole God idea, this whole God concept. Um, 
Oh, hold, someone's ringing the doorbell. All right, hold on a second. That's the uh, that's the demons dropping off the death note. Hold on one second. We'll see what's going on. Yep. 